on Rambo. You'll find out. I know he's your friend. But you cannot do this. You both will die. For what? Because you do it for me. What do you think this man is? God! Oh, God, we have mercy. He wants Leroy, aka the one who knocks, with my co-host. Uh, this is Eli. Two times. Two times. Well, I'm gonna times. go get the. I'm gonna go get the papers. Get the papers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're back with another episode, and not too much happened, but we're gonna make it happen. Basically, we're just kind of coasting along until the Joker comes out. That's gonna be the big movie of the year. Uh, but until then, we both actually saw a movie, and we're gonna talk about that later on. Until yeah. then, yeah. Until then, Eli, let's talk about the bullshit that's been going on this week. Uh, what what's that that rapper that's been snitching on everybody's name? Uh, yeah, this rapper. I yeah, I heard about him. I you know I never heard his music, but I I lucky you heard of him. Yeah, <laughs> lucky you. He fucking sucks. <laughs> I, I would mean, imagine. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. I mean, you could look at him and tell like, oh yeah, he looks like he sucks the rap. He he sounds he sounds exactly like he looks. You know, but that's the funny thing about it. He like he said. He, he sounds like he he sounds like he smells. He looks like he smells. Yeah, I mean that's the thing I don't understand about this guy. Like it's I've been I haven't been following him, but just the fact that I just keep up with rap all the time. His music always pops up on the uh on my playlist on Spotify stuff like that. And I would uh, skip, skip, skip. I don't wanna hear this guy, you know. So and he always goes in the interview. He's always, you know, insulting somebody. He's always starting random beef with people. He's always insulting people. Uh, he's always bragging about how much he's this gangster and this, you know, this this blood. And he's always throwing up gangster and stuff like that. Everybody keeps telling him in interviews, maybe you need to calm down the tough guy role. Eventually, it's gonna catch up with you. Oh no, 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 it's not gonna catch up with me. Boom! Look at him now. Yep, ratting so, everybody out. Exactly. So he's ratting everybody out. He and so now Frank Lucas is gone. Remember we talked about Frank Lucas a couple months ago. Where we call him Master Splinter. You know, a rat. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he's he's done now. That's that's old. Now the the face for rat for snitch is whatever the fuck this dude. All I, all I know is I looked up his real name, Daniel Hernandez. That's what the fuck I'm gonna call him. I'm not gonna call him whatever Teriyaki sixty nine or Talawaka sixty nine. <laughs> fuck all that. I don't care. Talladega. What, right. <laughs> whatever the fuck that is, I don't care. So it's just funny. So he's just snitching on everybody right now. He's just uh he's telling everybody where's Waldo. You know he's telling <laughs> the end of every movie out right now. You know he's telling uh people don't clock out for lunch until they get their food first. You know he just doesn't give a fuck. You know. <laughs> Daredevil's blood also. Yeah. You know? 
when the, when the teacher leaves the classroom, he put they she puts them in charge. Of shit. Right? <laughs> like you just gonna tell everything, you know? And he says no talking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funniest meme I saw was uh when they showed the ending of Spider Man, but instead of showing yeah. like uh J Jonah Jameson or you know Mysterio, they show his face <laughs> in Times Square. Yeah. Peter Parker is Spider Man. <laughs> Yeah. So now this thing just take it off. He just snitching everybody. So I think this shit is just funny as hell. Man. Yeah, I saw some like Godfather memes where like he's Fredo and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or some Goodfellas, Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. I don't. And that's the thing. I don't understand why anybody would tell him all these secrets anyway. He looks like an undercover cop. <laughs> I mean, the one with Tommy from Goodfellas. You know, you're a mumbling, stuttering little fuck. You know that. <laughs> I believe it's like, like, why would anybody, if I'm have this big drug cartel, would invite this guy that looks like a fucking clown to come down here and, and tell him anything? You know, I wouldn't tell him anything. So he just sniffing everybody left and right. So here's the fucked up thing I'm hearing about right now. He wants to go in witness protection program. So what? Did he? What is he in? I don't even know why he's in jail. I don't know why he. What? Why he's facing time, and what the hell? I have no idea what's going. Because I don't know. Associated with somebody that shot up somebody else. He's, it's whatever. He's supposed to be. He's supposed to be in a gang, like the blood gang. He's supposed to be affiliated with time stuff like that. They did stuff. So now he's just any other New York rapper that's in that uh in that same gang affiliation. He's giving their names up too. Like for no fucking reason whatsoever. So he got, but what did he get busted for? I don't know. <laughs> he he knows somebody that did something. He didn't do anything, from what I'm hearing. He was driving around drunk with a pistol. <laughs> probably something like that. Well, he knows actual real gangster gang members that have probably gone out and done all kind of crazy shit, robbed people, shot people, stuff like that. And maybe he was in the car with them. You know, maybe he was in the car selling mixtapes or some shit. I don't know. You know, oh. but well, they feel like was, they say he's 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 facing 25 years. Like, what the fuck did he do? Unless that's just a meme. I don't know. Maybe he is, but you know, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Okay, because somebody else came out making fun of him, and the person that came out making fun of him that actually went to jail, did the time, didn't snitch, didn't say anything, was Martha Stewart. Oh. Yeah, she actually <laughs> went on Twitter and was joking with Snoop Dogg about how she went in, did her time, didn't say anything to the feds, and came out on the other side. <laughs> so Martha Stewart is more hood than this guy. Yeah. She's got more, yeah. She understands the code. She understands the code of the streets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now he wants to go into witness protection program. How the fuck you go on the witness protection with all them damn tattoos? <laughs> just send his ass back to the hood and just let him be done with it, you know? They're waiting for him with open arms, you know? Yeah, with that fucking hair and shit. <laughs> right. And I've seen a, and that, I, like I said, I've been following this guy for a while. I really want to pay attention to him. I've seen a prom picture of him. He looks like fucking Napoleon Dynamite or some shit, you know? Two years later, oh. all of a sudden, now he's the hardest rapper of all time. <laughs> like, and that's the shit I hate about this because this is why music, the music business is so fucked up right now. It's too many industry plants that are out there right now. Now, what an industry plant is, is that guys that are already signed to record labels because they have a look. You know, they just want to give them a look. So they plant them in certain situations where they make them think that they're blowing up underground. Like they may make a mixtape or go on SoundCloud or like that. But all of a sudden, they get more publicity than the next guy, even though their music sucks. That's because mm -hmm. the record labels have already paid for their radio spins. But it's making yeah. it seem like it's organic, but it's not. So now you got these guys getting popular in low places and where they're not. They suck. They're terrible. 
the machine is pushing them and now the machine is just spitting right back out like i said i have no sympathy for this guy because first off he's a tough guy and well he's not a tough guy pretend to be a tough guy he can't rap for shit he makes shit music he you know always starting shit for no reason and now he's snitching on people and he looks like shit and he looks like shit like i said everything that's happened to him couldn't happen to a more deserving guy <laughs> so who's this what the fuck's her name azella banks or whatever oh yeah azella banks is also another uh and that's the thing when rappers can't sell music nowadays they just start beef with anybody well i just heard this shit i like literally just heard of her the other day because my kid you know she's a teenager she goes on youtube she's been playing this one of her annoying ass songs I've never oh, heard any of her music before. I just oh, know man. she makes shit music, too. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, it's the most obnoxious fucking piece of shit that she's into now. I'm like, what the fuck? And she just keeps playing it. It's so annoying. And I'm like, I, and it turns out she's been around for like 10 years. Like, yeah, what yeah the fuck she's been around for a while. If you look at her, like, if you look at her uh, video counts on YouTube, million views, 10 million views. Same way with this guy. 10 yeah, million man. views on each every song like how the fuck is this happening and where the fuck am i like i thought i thought i was like i'm just I, yeah i guess i'm just too metal i had well, no well, idea thing, Eli, we, we moved into remember mtv doesn't play music anymore BET basically doesn't even exist anymore i don't even have mtv <laughs> right so that's the thing so now the only way to get your music heard or played is through social media a lot of times music is played on soundcloud you know, on YouTube, Spotify. Is that Little Yachty or whatever who did the cold in Minnesota or some shit? Did he do that? Is that the one? I don't know. I was at my No, my... no, no, no. That's that's uh oh that is little little Yachty. Somebody anyway, I was at somebody's house and they were watching the ridiculous show, you know, with the where the skater guy watches videos of people getting fail videos basically mm-hmm. you know so he's watching that and then all of a sudden this video came on the cold in minnesota I he, he was on the zamboni and the ice rink or something yeah i yeah. thought it was he was still we were still watching ridiculous or whatever <laughs> i didn't had no idea is this a real song he, like, he's a, he's another industry plant and the like thing is, is like they get the guy that looks this so, isn't a fail video this is like a serious song like, <laughs> right that's the thing they're making <laughs> shitty music on purpose because it doesn't uh, matter. Because these guys actually have like endorsement deals and stuff like that. You know, uh, he he was on a Sprite commercial. I think that commercial you saw was a Sprite commercial. Uh, a Sprite commercial. I don't. I know. I think it was a Sprite commercial. Yeah. A Seven okay. Up. Or, I, I I don't know near between Seven Up and Sprite. So one of those. Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. just like, wow, this is bad. It's yeah, bad, but that's like the bad. point. It's like they're, the best of music, man. You yeah, they're kids. purposely signing these <laughs> shitty rappers. The reason they're signing because they have this look that just makes you stop like, wait, what the fuck? So the more clownish they look, the more you're going to pay attention to them. Yeah. So that's, we're old, Eli. That's basically. Yeah, my nephew's listening to like the county morgue or whatever shit and or some shit with these guys. It's like, yeah, where they're they're like rappers, but they're trying to dress like metal. They got spikes and shit. And they're yelling and screaming and got, you know, twerk videos. They got bitches twerking and Look, guns and, and, and they're all, doing dope and and they're just obnoxious as fuck. Like Fuck this. All I do in my car is listen to podcasts. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for the other bullshit. Uh can we move on to the next part of the podcast? Sure. I feel like we talked about uh Tallywhacker sixty nine long enough. So. <laughs> uh okay, Eli, now we're gonna move into the box office uh movies and give it to me what was the number one movie of the week 
Is it is it Rambo? I don't even know. Nope. Not Rambo. <laughs> it's it's not Rambo. Not Rambo. Uh oh. Should, should I give it? I'm gonna give it to you. You're not gonna guess it. You're not I don't gonna know. guess it. I don't know. You're, you're not gonna guess out. it. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. Rambo was number three. Oh wow. Oh, I number I two. And actually, it's very close. Matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised tomorrow if Rambo was number two because the number two and three are so close together. The numbers might switch. So as of right now, number two is Ad Astra. That oh, Brad that, Pitt movie. That, the space movie. Yeah. yeah okay. Space movie. But number one is Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey? Yes. Really? Downton they Abbey. They made a movie? Yes. Oh. Domestically, oh, in America, oh, <laughs> it beat those two movies. This is insane, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the number one movie in America right now, Downton Abbey. So, yeah, they made a movie. I don't know if it's like a adaptation or it's like, you know, like X-Files made a TV version of it. I don't know. Or maybe it's just some, some like, episodes they just stitched together and just put out there. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's a top movie. It did 31 and Ad Astra and Rambo did 19, you know, million apiece. So, weird wow. shit. Yeah. Uh, number, f- and we're both going to come back to Rambo, but we'll come back to it later on. Number four, we have It, Chapter 2. Okay. You know what, Eli? Like I said, I've never seen one of those movies, but I'm hearing a rumor. They might make like a seven-hour director's cut for both. I'll watch that. Oh, really? I'll watch that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean. I yeah. may have heard it from WeGotCovered.com, but if, if it's true, <laughs> I'll go ahead and listen to it. I mean, I'll watch it, so. Uh, number five, Hustlers. Okay, I've been people been t- saying that's a good movie. Mm, like, it maybe I maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. All I, I know, know is that it actually did really like it. It picked up this week. So like, you know, like people are saying, oh, it's you know, it's 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 you know, it's Jenna J Lo, you know, shaking her ass, and you know, like you know, it ain't just like a basic bitch movie. It's like yeah, they're but saying it's, no, like it's actually women. a good movie. Yeah, maybe it's like a women empowerment movie. Maybe it's like the movie that Widows should have been. You know, as far as like getting attention, not saying the quality wise, but getting attention. You know, mm-hmm. like we were talking about the kitchen or some shit. Like maybe they had strippers in there. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy <laughs> stripping? Nah, maybe not. Uh, what are we talking about? Yeah, number six, The Lion King. Uh, Damn, still up there. I'm not even gonna look at the numbers. It's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's been the highest like, movie of all school time. School is back. People, are, kids are back in school. Who and they're still watching this shit? movie. Why do they give a shit? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Like the hell. Uh, number seven, Good Boys. Uh, number eight, Angel Has Fallen. Number nine, Overcomer. We guess we should <laughs> recall it Overachiever, you know. And number ten, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Still hanging in there. Nice. All right. So that was the box office movie. Then, like I said, it may fluctuate tomorrow, but we'll see how it goes there. So, like I said, we both saw a movie. I know you're going to see the movie regardless, Eli, but I said to jump on the train also because. Like I said, it's we saw Rambo Last Blood. Mm-hmm. And I actually like marathon all the Rambo movies this week because I'm excited for another Rambo movie. Uh I was telling people, yeah, today I'm gonna go see a Rambo movie. And people are like, they got another one? That's a new <laughs> one out? Like, what the fuck? Where have y'all been? You know, oh I don't watch TV. I don't watch TV either. <laughs> I hadn't turned on TV in three weeks. I saw it on, on social media. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, what the what the fuck? I don't know. Maybe they didn't uh announce the movie as much as they could but Eli I'm gonna give it to you I don't care if you spoil it non-spoil it whatever give me your you want me to talk first yeah yeah yeah. you go okay um I know you gotta get I, I, I hate to put you on the spot but you know. well I thought it was eh <laughs> okay and maybe that's because who knows maybe I made the mistake of watching Rambo 4 
which is fucking awesome, mm-hmm. right before I saw this movie. Yeah. So Rambo 4 is fucking awesome. And I went to the movie all excited and hyped. Maybe expectations were a little too high. Uh, so saw this new one, and I was like, damn, this shit's fucking boring as hell. Yeah. Um, the last ten minutes were cool. You know, when he actually kills people. When he goes uh, Rambo, yeah. When he does Rambo shit. Right. You know. But the first, yeah. I'm like, why the fuck didn't this shit happen like a half hour ago? Like, <laughs> right. It's like you just waited for this shit to happen. Like, you could have gave us something in between, you know. Yeah. Like, I didn't care about the plot. I didn't care about any of that shit. I, yeah, I just didn't give a shit, you know. I thought, well, you know, they're trying to give show another a human side to Rambo, maybe his background and shit. They should have threw his dad or his mom in there. Like, what if Clint Eastwood was Rambo's dad? You know what I'm saying? I mean, in Stallone, like, 80? You want his dad in a movie? <laughs> sure, whatever, you know. You know, hey, an you know old, another thing another I think about that, that, that uh, grandma or whoever was in the movie, I guarantee you Stallone was older than her. Yeah, and the fucking, and another, here's another thing. Sylvester Stallone in a cowboy hat, I don't buy it. It just reminded me of Rhinestone. I don't. <laughs> I mean, it kind of like a Bruce Springsteen type feel to it, you know. I don't know, man. I, I just didn't buy that fucking hat. But yeah, other than that, I was like, wait a second. Waiting for shit to happen. He goes, he keeps going back and forth to Mexico. He goes back down there, gets his ass kicked, comes back, goes back down there, kills some guys, comes back, goes back down there, kills some other guys. He keeps going back and forth. Like, yeah. I kept, you know, I kept, okay, I, the first time he went down to Mexico, I'm like, okay, here we go. Now he's going to kill some motherfuckers. And then he did, he, then he got his ass whipped. <laughs> I was like, well, really? What the hell? And then, I don't know. I was just bored. And then by the time the shit happened at the end, I was like, finally, some cool shit, but I barely cared by then. So. <laughs> <laughs> and there, I mean, yeah, there, and there was some, I will say, yes, there was an awesome 10 minutes. That was cool. That's what I waited to see. But by that time, I was like, that, you know, it was like, it's the end of the movie now. You know? Yeah, you got to wait through all it just to get to that one part. So Yeah, and I was like, just very underwhelmed, you know. And like I said, I just watched Rambo 4 before seeing the movie, like a few hours before that. That day I saw it, I watched Rambo 4. And I was like, so hyped, you know, because Rambo 4 is awesome. That might be the, my favorite one. <laughs> So, all right. Yeah. Okay. So, I watched the movie. You said you were bored. I wasn't bored. I but I won't say I was like into it either. I was. I don't know. I was. I was watching. I was watching the movie because honestly, the whole time, like I said, you saw Rambo four. I saw one, two, three. All the movie like that. This didn't feel like a Rambo movie. No, it just felt like a movie, and it just stuck Rambo. Because he's wearing that title. fucking cowboy hat, <laughs> right? <laughs> like I don't know, maybe I'm missing like the the, the bandana and the mullet or something. I don't yeah. know. Maybe something he should have had. I don't know. You know. But basically, what the movie was down to is that it was the first half of the movie was taken, and the second half of the movie was Home Alone. Boom! You okay. got a movie. This is Rambo. Sure. So sure, I'm just I like, guess. what? I'm, okay, they're doing Taken again. Okay, whatever. That's why he's going to Mexico, you know. But instead of fucking up, you know, Mexico, he gets his ass kicked, you know. Um, and then you know it's the home invasion thing. Everybody comes back there. So I want to say the movie was was boring because I was 
into it, but I was just like, this isn't Rambo. It just feel like some generic dude Stallone is just playing. Like I say, we've seen him play like a million action dudes, Judge Dredd and whoever the fuck you playing from Demolition Man and shit like that. Just felt like another action dude he was playing instead of Rambo. That was like the classic Rambo uh, soundtrack was not there. You heard it a few times again because that's really where it makes you feel like that's Rambo because Rambo has an iconic soundtrack just like yeah. Star Wars and Superman and all the other shit like that. So when you barely hear it, it makes it feel like a generic action movie. And especially when you're just rehashing a plot from Taken, which they made like fucking three of those movies, you know, it's just like, okay, Rambo really has nothing left to say. Because like you said, like you saw Rambo for an awesome movie. Everybody loves the first Rambo. Um, First, first blood. blood. Everybody loves first blood because the movie has something to say, you know. Yeah. Uh, a lot of and people. You know something? He doesn't kill anybody in that movie. One guy. He kills one guy by accident. By accident, he throws the rock at the helicopter and he falls out. Right. But he doesn't kill anybody, even though he just fucks up everybody. He beats the shit out of everybody and fucks up the town. Yeah, he causes a lot of like property damage, but that's really about yeah. it. Other than that, he just didn't yeah. go on carnage. Like he was about to go fucking nuts, but then uh. Was Trout. like Troutman comes in and yeah. stops. He was like, "War's over," you know, so like yeah. shit like that. I can't find his legs, Johnny. Nothing is over, you know. <laughs> you know, and then there was a few callbacks. You heard a few uh, classic lines that they said in the old movies that was said. It's to kind of remember. Oh, I'm watching a Rambo movie. Okay, I, I forgot that for a second. You know, um, I think more than anything else that this movie is going to get attacked by you know who. Well. I'm just saying. Oh no! Let's go and do it. Let's because I got something to say. Okay, I mean, cause like let's I said, the movie, there. the movie at the most part is forgettable. Like fans, like Eli, you saw the movie. Do you ever like you watched Rambo for this weekend because you said the movie was awful? Will you ever watch this movie again? I probably not. Me neither. I, I mean, yeah. I'm just going on top of my head. I probably would never watch this movie again. I probably forget this movie even existed probably by tomorrow. You know. <laughs> Weird by a Rambo movie because, like I said, I, I marathon all the Rambo movies this week because I love the Rambo movies. I love yeah. Rambo 2 because Rambo 2, everybody says it was a dumb action movie. It wasn't as dumb as people make it. It was trying to say something there also because of the way, just like part one was talking about how we treated Vietnam vets, the other movie was the same way. It was like it was showing you how we don't give a shit about Vietnam vets, how we still have POWs over there and we ignore them. But mm-hmm. we, send, we drop Rambo in there. He'll just... You know, white Vietnam off the map, bring the POWs home. You know, you can say maybe they mishandled it, but there was a me- still a message in there. Rambo three, I get to Rambo three in a second. That's <laughs> that's a, that's a whole different topic, you know. But the point with this movie, they had nothing to say. It was just taken and Home Alone. Oh, I feel like they did have something to say, but what they said, I think it's the wrong time to say that. Me personally, I don't know if you saw it, Eli. I don't know. I saw. Well, depends what you saw. Okay. Okay, let's go there. I'm going to tell you what I saw. I don't think anybody else is going to get into it, but I'm going to tell you what I saw. I think this movie is pretty much like masturbation fodder for Trump supporters. I'm going I'm to go back and uh, repeat, basically explain what I'm saying. Okay. Because the whole movie, like I said, Rambo's in Mexico. It's lawless. Everybody's a rapist. You know, a mean hombre. You mm-hmm. know, so they cross the border. And they come to Rambo's home. It's Finn's home, and they're like the worst of the worst of the worst. Every single Mexican he meets in there is either completely evil or they are complicit to the evil that they do. It's either or, you know. So he's protecting his home from these evil Mexicans trying to cross the border over there. I think they even, 
like like the wall that they're trying to build. I think they even crossed that to get to Rambo to kill him. They went underneath. He had like a he had like an underground tunnel that like the the, the cartel dude. Yeah. Remember they they had an underground tunnel that they went through. Yeah. Yeah, some shit like that. So I I think I'm, I'm like, is that what the movie is trying to do? Is this more fear mongering we're doing for for Mexicans? I don't know. I don't. I I I think I disagree. Okay. I just want to know if you there, saw that or not. That's all. I can I can see that argument. I can see you know, you know, overwoke SJWs, oh, oh, <laughs> crying around about this shit. And I've seen the headlines: new Rambo's racist. It's Trump era, you know, fantasy. Whatever. Like I didn't see any of that. Like, like, like the yeah. news reports are like I didn't see. I was just watching the movie and seeing like are they? And just, I saw this. Yeah. I saw all this shit after I saw the movie. Okay. So I was like, really? What the fuck? Okay. But here's what stood out. When one of the times when he's coming back from Mexico, he's in a, Rambo is in his truck. And he drives right through that fence and says, U.S. border, do not cross. And he just drives right through it. Right. To me, I thought that was blatantly anti-Trump, anti-wall. He was mm. like, fuck the border. Mm. And that's what I saw. So when I, when I heard about all this, oh, it's so racist and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, really? Because that one scene, he drives right over. He drives right through the fence. Like, fuck the wall. Fuck your fences. Fuck your border. That's how I saw it. I don't know. Um, I don't. I, I don't thought, know. I mean, I was, maybe you saying I'm, I'm saying this. My personal, my personal opinion from seeing this movie, I think it was completely pro-Trump. I mean, let's let's be honest. It's a movie about a white dude that's just murdering every single brown dude he sees. That's pretty much what the movie is. Yeah, Not saying it's wrong, remember, wrong with that. Remember, Not, he's he's also half Navajo. <laughs> that's true. okay. <laughs> he's Italian, <laughs> but he's Navajo. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Canonically, he's half Navajo, <laughs> so it makes it okay to mur- murder every brown person. Here. And not all the Mexicans were cool. Like, didn't, didn't the la- the nice Mexican lady save him and shit? And, that's true. Know. But at the same time, she was kind of complicit. The whole not to say she was complicit, but she was like apathetic. Didn't really want to help him. She tried she to. Well, she followed him and, like, saved his ass, basically. Okay, so there's that one Mexican. (laughs) Not all Mexicans, you know. And the doctor, the doctor she brought him to. (laughs) That's true. Okay, so you you got two good Mexicans in the movie. (laughs) And I guess his his, his niece also, but she's, like, half Mexican. We we never seen the mother, so we don't know. And the grandma. And the (laughs) grandma. We don't know who the fuck she was. Was she a grandma? Was that his girlfriend? Who the fuck was that? I, I thought it was, like, the aunt because it was his sister's kid, right? Right, they never said. They never yeah. said who, 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 how, how they related. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is I'm. I didn't care. I'm like, okay, this is a Rambo movie. He's got to kill these motherfuckers. Right. Are they the bad guys? Cool. Kill these motherfuckers. Okay. Now I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with you he now. I'm gonna go with you now. He didn't kill them for a fucking till, for like two hours. <laughs> and that's what was frustrating. I was like, okay, yeah, they're assholes. They're a bunch of mean hombres. Now <laughs> kill these motherfuckers, Rambo. And they he did it, and that's why I hated the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's my thing about this. Now they you said you were bored through the whole movie. I felt like the movie went out of its way. Like the movie, I don't know how long the movie was, two hours, whatever like that. Let's say for an hour and a half, they went out of their way to show you how much of an asshole these Mexicans were. They pretty much snorting coke, you know, beating women, shooting them. Yeah. Stabbing them, raping them, whatever the fuck you want to do. So they're showing you all this shit. And then they're planning a home invasion of Rambo's house. 
So they drag this out as much as possible. So that means that whatever Rambo does to these guys, it's legitimate. It's okay. It's perfectly fine with it. Well, yeah, because he basically I mean, turns into Jason Voorhees in that last that yeah, last thirty minutes. Yeah, he's fucking Rambo. What the? That's what I paid to see. He <laughs> wasn't even Rambo. He was Jason Voorhees. Yeah, <laughs> ripping out hearts. I mean, it well, was he ripped, like no, he ripped out the fucking in the like. The last movie, he ripped out a dude's throat, and then he disemboweled that one general and shit. Yeah. Like, it was dope. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Because they, they actually they uh, played their hand because I knew he was going to do that at the end of the movie. You ripped my heart out when you killed her. Now I'm going to yeah. show you how it feels. I'm like, oh, that's going to be ending. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for it, and that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. So gory as fuck, but I was loving it. I was like, damn, he's showing the dude? <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, show you his heart. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You you could bitch. I mean, people can bitch about it because they're pussies. Yeah. But <laughs> like I said, it's not gonna stop my enjoyment from I, it. I just I, know. Yeah. I I was like, oh, her dad's an asshole. Cool. Well, can Rambo kill him now? Like, okay. You know just, what's <laughs> fucked up? I thought I saw her dad in that cave. As one of the henchmen. I, I promise. You, I thought I saw one of him as one of the henchmen. Well, cool. He should have died an hour earlier. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know, man. I was just like, this so like, I didn't care about the daughter. I didn't care about it. it could have. They could have been so simple. Like yeah. he's okay. Rambo on the ranch in Arizona. The cartels want to run fucking drugs through his land. They want to pay him. He's like, no. So then they got. So there, there's the story right there. Hey, we'll give you, we'll give you some money, Rambo, to use your land to smuggle drugs. But he has to go to Mexico. And then that, that's that's the story right there. And then, yeah, then they come and kidnap his daughter. They fuck him up. And then he's got to go there and with the fucking helicopter and blow the whole fucking town up. Yeah, that, knows, honestly, that's a mil- yeah. I was just saying, my, what I would have wished, because I, like I said, everybody keeps saying these movies straight too far away <laughs> from the first movie. I would have loved it if he did fuck up that Mexican town and he stayed in Mexico and just kept shooting up everybody. Federales, drug yeah, dealers. And jump- Hello? Every movie he jumps he jumps into a helicopter. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, but every movie he's always jumping in like in a tank or a gunship, a helicopter. The yeah. last movie he jumped in that 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 truck with a big giant gun and it's and that's what I was. I, was I love it. He just turned the people into hamburger. I was loving that shit. Yeah, they're just exploding on with on. Yeah, and it's like okay, and I bought it because he's an old man. No, he's not going to start fist fighting like the Indiana Jones movie and shit. He's an old man. Fuck it. I'm just get on this big ass gun and pull the trigger and mow down this whole fucking army. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it simple. Yeah, and I, I, but I would have liked it. I would have liked it if. The ending of this movie, instead of it turning to Home Alone, he would have stayed in Mexico and had like a Mexican standoff. Like cartels, everybody's trying to get at him. Police, everybody. You know, like like in the first movie. But now he's in Mexico. Yeah. And he just really just go to town on people. Just because. It's a long road. <laughs> Frank Stallone playing in the background and shit. You know? Yeah. So yeah, like like I said, overall it was a forgettable movie. Honestly, until the last like fifteen minutes, I forgot it was a Rambo movie. You know, uh, they finally tied it to Rambo, and even then, it still felt like I mean, is it really Rambo? Or is it just like some 
weird Home Alone alternate future where it could have been that kid or Jason Voorhees or some shit like that, you know. Because other than the, the bow and arrow, I would have never thought it was a Rambo movie. Yeah. Especially with him wearing that fucking hat. <laughs> he didn't wear yeah. the hat enough. Maybe he should... And that's the, he just looks so generic so plain like watch the first movie he's got the bandana on he's got like the the ammo clips wrapped around his chest and shit yeah. you know he's got the huge m16 gun you know he's iconic just looking at him now he just look bored he has that headband he always wore that headband the headband and the mullet <laughs> you yeah. know because it was the 80s you yeah. know so, but now he just looks regular like you gotta have something to and that's the thing about the movie like compare compare rambo to some of the newer action movies that are out right now uh, you think maybe it's unfair to do that but i say it is fair to do that because rambo's pretty much the godfather of these movies the grandfather of these movies well i would say charles bronson but still john wick you know to mm -hmm. a lesser degree hobbs and shaw because they also play like some invincible one-man armies that just mow down everybody stuff like that but those movies have like that slick action where John Wick always seems like he's just, you know, uh, he's dancing with somebody while he's fighting. It yeah, feels it's like stylized. a choreography. It's, it's very stylized. Right, it's very yeah. stylized where this isn't that, you know. Yeah. It's gritty. Do you think maybe Rambo could have stood to be more stylized? But he's an old man. I don't see Rambo like getting in all these fist fights and shit. He's always right. been. I mean, he did it in a couple of movies where he fights the big guy because he was, like, younger back in the 80s. But yeah. now, that's what I liked about the last movie. In Rambo 4, he's an old man. He's like, I ain't got time to fight. I'm just going to get on this big-ass gun. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just blow everybody away. Just yeah. fucking shoot everybody in the fucking hamburger, like you said. Just <laughs> <laughs> and it was awesome. It was so fun. The one guy, and he sneaks up on him. He goes up to that general, and he... Like cuts his guts out. It was so fucking cool. <laughs> you know, I, I don't. I don't see that. I, I just wanted more. Like what the, the action that happened was cool. I was fine with that Home Alone yeah. shit, the tunnel shit. Yeah, that was cool. I didn't mind that. I just wanted more of it and more frequently. You know, I, honestly, I, I know you wanted more frequently, more more of the action that was in there. I kind of wanted them to dig more into Rambo's psyche, which I think they started to, but didn't really go there where they yeah. should have. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Because yeah, they, they, they show like the PTSD flashbacks and him in Vietnam and him taking pills to calm down what, and him telling, you know, he, you know, what his if he just went to Mexico, look okay, if they want to keep the stupid, you know, niece check, you know, he's finding his niece. What if he went there and just started torturing everybody? Like because he was in a he was a POW. Right. Because that's tortured. the thing. They, they they it felt like halfway through the movie, they went away from that. Yeah, it's like he yeah. could have went there. I'm trying to find my niece. Oh, I don't know where the fuck she is. And then he, next thing you know, he's, he's got the motherfucker all tied up like he was in a tiger cage. And he's, like, torturing him and shit. Like, this this is what happened to me in the war. Right. This is and what, then like, you have <laughs> to see, like, a Viet Cong, you know, flashing. Like, he, yeah. he thinking he's him, you know. Yeah. and Because he's, like, he's off his know, meds, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking <laughs> carving up the dude, you know, torturing him like they tortured him in the POW camps. Right. But he's doing it to try and find his his niece or whatever. You know, like you're that could have do been it again, yeah. Charlie. You know, just saying some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, that could have been there, but it's like he goes to Mexico, gets his ass kicked, goes back, comes back, you know, kills a few guys. Then he kept going back and forth. You know, yeah. just like, just just let's get on with it. It just kept stopping. But, well, he the had to go to Mexico to get the guys to follow him back home. Yeah, but they, I suppose that could have been the final showdown. 
Yeah. But still, he could have. It could have been just one journey. He went to Mexico, fucked everything up, and got you know killed some dudes, and then took his nace back, and then he knows they're coming, and then you know the final showdown where he does that shit. That could have been cooler. It's just I don't know. It just kept slowing down. It kept dragging. I, I, you know, I just little, feel like the movie could have suffered from just. I mean, it could have stood to just dig more into Rambo psyche. That's all. It, it did feel like it just digged into it for a little while and then just went paint by numbers. Oh, it's taken. Uh, Liam has got to get his daughter. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, there's supposed to be, we're supposed to, this drama about the daughter and the dad that left her. And it's like this scene. But they told you, know, you repeatedly ahead of time he was an asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. It's like, oh, and then we see him be an asshole. And you're like, okay, yeah, now can he die now? Where's right, Rambo? so you took all the tension out of it right then. Yeah, I want <laughs> yeah, Rambo like, to kill that guy. Yeah, where's, where's Rambo? Like, this Maybe is Rambo he could have been right? in on the whole human trafficking shit. Yeah, and it's just like, I didn't care about any of that shit. I, I, I went there to see Rambo blow up the world. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, I, I felt like it was more worthwhile watching them guys be assholes that when Rambo finally went Rambo, I, it made it more satisfying to me. Yeah, I mean, don't, like yeah, like I'm saying, that last 10 minutes was cool. You know, when they invade him and he booby traps the place and he goes around and he's got the door song playing. That was so cool. <laughs> and that was upsetting. Like, yeah, he starts playing the door song. Yeah, that's a Vietnam era song. It's like, yeah, he, he was a Vietnam vet. And he, yeah. You're right. We don't get enough of that background of who Rambo was, especially since he's back in the U.S. Right. You know, he like went back make home. It, make it how it's hard for him to get around. Because that was the first movie. It was hard for him to function in society. They didn't play that up enough in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he, he basically goes back home to his house, to his family that we've never seen in right. any of the movies. And really and, don't even know how they're related or connected. Yeah. Yeah. He could have had a grandma. And like some woman. Yeah. He could have had his Navajo grandma because isn't his his mom was Navajo, right? I think that's what it was. I think so, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They could have totally did something like that, you know. But she spoke <laughs> Spanish, so shit. Where did she come from? Yeah, brown people. They're always all that they are. Yeah. Rainbow, like, get out of here before I actually kill you too. <laughs> I get you mixed up with everybody else. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, I'm okay. Score. Let's slap score on this bad boy. I'm gonna give it a uh, three out of five. I think I liked no, it more than you did. You probably did. I'll give. Yeah, I'm gonna go two. Okay. Like, that, I'm just like I said. I'm just yeah. so it was disappointing. I was really disappointed. And I don't hate it because it was racist. I <laughs> I hate it because it wasn't. It was there wasn't enough killing. <laughs> because it was misogynist. Because <laughs> they're saying that too. It wasn't a misogynist enough. That's why. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Eli scored not enough misogyny or racism. Two out of five. <laughs> yeah, fuck this shit. <laughs> uh, like I said, he's half Navajo. He can get away with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. I guess that's all the time we had. I guess we move on to the next part of the podcast. Okay. Uh, next part of video game section, Eli. Okay. So right. this week they had some whole special. Well, first off, I want everybody to know that the Call of Duty beta is out. But be careful because I'm here to crash the system, so you may not want to download it. But anyway, I, I end up getting seven games for free this oh, weekend. Damn. Okay. What games are, and actually three of them I already own, but four of them I already own, but that's not the point. So on PC, uh, if you sign up for Epic, if you go on Epic uh, Launcher, and you, you can do this right now, and you can go on Epic Launcher download it, you can get six Batman games for free. 
that is uh uh-huh. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight, of course the game, and the three Lego Batmans that came out. So you get all oh, six shit. of those games. I played one of them. I did have one of those. You did? Yeah. I've never yeah. played them before. I don't care to play them before, but they're free. Fuck they're it. fun. They're yeah. fun. Those Lego games are fun. Now, if you know if you ever played a Lego game, they're fun. You know what? Because you said that, I may download it. I might even Twitch stream it. Just yeah, the fuck it's, of it. It's just so. It's just stupid fun. It's yeah. You know. Okay. It's like the Lego Batman movie. You like the Lego Batman movie? You like the Lego Batman game? <laughs> cool. I love the Lego Batman movie. So yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is Conor King on it? Not the one I played. Ah, <sighs> fuck that game. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't even talk about Batman Day. Oh yeah, it was Batman Day. It was Batman Day. Okay. Look, if y'all want to know what we think about Batman, go listen to every other fucking podcast we've ever recorded. <laughs> because yeah, we miss Batman. Hates Batman. <laughs> it's not that I don't. It's not that I hate him, but I just don't feel like talking about it right now. <laughs> and so yeah, so that was the six games I got all Batman, probably because of Batman Day were like that. And the seventh game I got was actually uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, which I already owned anyway. Oh damn, that was a whole. That's all game. So here's how you and that's this deal is going on right now also. So if you want that game, what you have to do is go on uh you have to download the Rockstar Games launcher on PC. That's all you gotta do. Just download the launcher. Once you download the launcher, there's a little voucher for Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Download it, play it. That's it. It's an old enough game, so even if you have a relatively new PC laptop, whatever like that, you can play it. It can play Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, so knock yourself out. I just gave you seven games you can play on PC. Knock yourself out. You heard it here first. Oh, and uh, I think that's it for video game section. Probably something else I'm going to talk about, but I'll talk about it later on. Okay, let me say, can we move on to the next part of the podcast? Sure. Okay, let's talk about it. This is the comic book bullies where we sometimes talk about comic books, and this is where we actually talk about comic books now. We're going to talk about the books that came out this week, and I guess I'll start it off, Eli. Sure. All right, you already know what I'm going to go. Okay, we're going to start off with House of X number five. I think we're at is five. Is this the last one? No, it's not. Oh, damn. <laughs> I take it you didn't read this one. I didn't. I haven't read the last few. I haven't read oh, okay. Uh, Eli, this one was a doozy. I'm not going to lie. This one was a doozy. Like I said, the House of X books have been faring better and more coherent to me than the Powers of Ten books. So basically, the House of X books, uh, okay, remember... I don't remember how long ago, just like two weeks ago, we talked about House of X, how the X-Men went to the uh, the humans' moon base, uh, sun base, the mole, the yeah, mole. and they found the mother mole with a master mole and the moles, and yeah. the, they chopped the heads off like that, and they all died? Yeah. Okay, they're dead. Done. They're not coming back. So, back in Krakoa, we finally figure out what uh, Professor X is doing. Professor X grows more mutants. Those same mutants that died, Wolverine, Cyclops, like that, he clones them. Oh, no shit. That's what he did. So, uh, do you remember at the, because the, uh, I know you read House of X 1, the first yeah. book. And remember mm-hmm. when they show in uh, the very first page, you see the Krakoa tree, and you see these pie people climbing out, and you see Professor going to me, my X-Men. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. That exact scene plays out. and But it's showing Wolverine, Cyclops, Nightcrawler, Jean Grey, whatever like that, butt-ass naked. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Do we oh. see Do we see Wolvie Dong? No man. Does Wolf does Wolf Wolverine got nards? <laughs> I would <laughs> Wolfman got nards. Monster Squad is a classic. Please do not remake that movie. <laughs> uh but yeah, so that's the thing. They now here's here's how they here's how they clone him. Because remember, in the last book we talked about how he made the deal with Mr. Sinister. 
Mr. Sinister, he made a deal with him where he was going to collect all of the because he knows Mr. Sinister was collecting all the DNA of everybody on the planet. He like, give me all the mutants DNA. So that's what he did. He took the mutants DNA and he and he called these mutants the five. It's five mutants they use to uh to reproduce or to clone mutants. It's uh Proteus, Elixir, Tempest. I don't know any of those people. I know Proteus, he's cool. Uh, Hope Summers, which is one of the Summers people. There's like a hundred of them. And the most important mutant, Gold Balls. Okay. His purpose... (laughs) (laughs) He's a Bendis character. (laughs) But anyway, his purpose is that his mutant power is to shoot gold balls out of his chest. But somehow... Yeah, it's stupid as fuck. He's always been like a stupid-ass mutant nobody ever pays attention to. But somehow, Hickman has retconned it where the blue, the gold balls that he shoot out of his chest are actually eggs. So they fertilize these eggs with the DNA that they got from Mr. Sinister. And then the other mutants use their powers to like, like fast forward, grow them in like within a 48 hour period. So boom. Okay. So they're clone, but they're just lifeless clones with no husk. So what Professor X does, that was Cerebro that he has in his head. He's been making mental backups of all the mutants on Krakoa. So just in case if something would happen where they do die and he got to reproduce them, stuff like that, he can put their souls back in their bodies. So when he does that uh, to, to Cyclops, you know, Cyclops instantly remembers everything that just happened, even though he's a brand new clone that just, you know, hatched 48 hours ago. He was like, Professor X, did we get him? He was like, yeah, well, you took out Master Mode. So, um, like I said, they're butt-ass naked, still got, you know, clone goop dripping all over and stuff like that storm's like okay y'all ready come on we got to celebrate so they put him in the middle of krakoa and all the mutants come out and celebrate you know them they're all butt ass naked still dripping and shit like that but they don't care mutants 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 you know like the scene in the matrix shit like that i don't think they had like a wild orgy or some shit but it's kind of reminds me of that that's part one part two uh, because while you know while they're having a celebration, Magneto talks to Professor X. He was like, "Okay, now that that's all done, uh, when does the hearing starts? When they tell us about whether or not they're going to make us a uh, our own nation?" He's like, "Oh yeah, it happens tomorrow." So they go to the United Nations tomorrow, and Professor X sees Emma Frost, you know, across the room, and they having like this telepathic, you know, conversation, high and by stuff like that. And Professor X tells Emma, <clears throat> uh, he tells Emma, "So Emma, you talked to the Russians, right?" And they said they weren't. They were going to turn us down. She's like, yeah, they did. Uh, and Professor like, huh, it's interesting how they changed their mind at the last minute. And Emma's like, yeah, that is funny. And Professor like, like, Emma, you know I know what you did. He's like, well, what you trying to say, Charles? Because if you ever use your powers like that, it kind of gives a feedback for it that I can tell when somebody didn't change their mind on their own. But you know what? Krakoa thanks you. And she was like, well, don't thank me, Charles. Why don't you make me a governor of one of your Krakoan nations? And Charles says back, governor come on emma you know i'm thinking bigger than that you know that's that cut to the third act okay so the third act wolverine is standing you know ready to fight at the krakoa uh door you know the portal door there's something that and he's talking to professor he's like chuck chuck i don't like this i don't like what you're about to do and then charles and magneto basically telling them that look we told you when we made krakoa everybody is welcome and Magneto even tells uh, Wolverine, like, like if we didn't say everybody, I wouldn't be here. Uh, hell, if we had a gatekeeper rules like that, Wolverine, you wouldn't even be here. And Wolverine, like, I still don't like it. And then uh, they tell him, uh-oh, here they come. So they get some new interests. 
And the people coming into Krakoa are all of their villains. Mr. Sinister, Azazel, uh, Exodus, all the upstarts and the acolytes and shit like that. So everybody they ever fought is welcome in Krakoa, including Apocalypse. And Sabanur walks right through the door also. And Wolverine looks at Apocalypse like, we're going to have a problem, bub. And Apocalypse looks down at Wolverine like, you tell me. You know, but Krakoa recognizes Apocalypse and like welcomes him with open arms and shit like that because Apocalypse actually protected Krakoa 3,000 years ago. And then Magneto says, I want to hear everybody in here say it. And Apocalypse basically says, look, we don't want any problems. We agree with everything you're doing. Basically, you mutants are doing right now what I've been trying to get y'all to do for the last 3,000 years. So I have no problem with anything. So I'm good. So Professor X sticks out his hand. Apocalypse sticks out his hand. They shake hands. The end. So, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, so the X-Men won, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It feels weird. Like, they got everything <clears throat> they ever wanted. Krakoa is a nation. Oh, the, the Krakoa is a nation. But there is some nations that refuse to trade with them. Uh, Madripoor, Latverdia, of course, because of Dr. Doom. And interesting enough, Wakanda. (laughs) And not only Wakanda, none of the other African nations would trade with uh, Krakoa either because of their treaty with Wakanda. So that's very interesting. Wakanda's basically saying, fuck the mutants. So, yeah. Overall, get the book on... 4.5 4.5 out of 5. Pretty cool. Wasn't a whole lot of action in it, but like I said, the action in other books, but just that shocking ending with Apocalypse and Professor X shaking hands. You're like, okay, where's this book going? Okay, but yeah, that's all I got. Alright, well, did you rap, read Absolute Carnage? I did, but I'm going I'm to let you handle it. Oh, you want you want me to do it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you can go. Alright, Absolute Carnage, number three. Our Absolute Carnage Minute. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Danny Cates, okay. y'all. Yeah, Donnie Cates, yes, and Stegman. Um, so what's been going on? Absolute carnage. Cletus Cassidy, he is, he's back. He's uh, um, collecting all the DNA samples of everybody who's ever had a symbiote, been a host of a symbiote he called Codex. He's, after, he's collecting these codexes to resurrect Null, the symbiote god. Uh, Venom and Spider-Man are on the case fighting him um they try to intercept him uh trying to get norman osborne but that went uh that went ari and there was a big old fight um it spilled out into the streets miles morales showed up fucking him and the scorpion were fighting scorpions gets fucked up miles morales gets infected with a symbiote so we got symbiote miles mm-hmm we lost and, the kid. And we lost the kid with total <laughs> throwback to, you know, the MCU. Mm-hmm. So basically it's it's they they basically hightail it out of there. Venom and Spider-Man take off with uh, you know, they got their what's his name? Backs all broken. Uh, uh Matt Gargan, Scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. They make it back to, to um the the hideout where they're hiding out where the maker has this machine that's supposed to extract the codex from the host. But in Venom, the last issue of Venom, Dylan, who is Eddie Brock's son but doesn't know, let loose all the, 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 the symbiotes that were stored there at the facility, and they all infected the maker, and he took off. But the Avengers show up, or 
I guess superhero show. Yeah, it's it's the Avengers. Avengers. It's the Avengers. You got Captain America. You have Wolverine. You got Spider Man. You got uh, the Thing. And for some reason, Bruce Banner. I do not know why Bruce Banner is there. Right. Because yeah, <laughs> I thought I, shit, they were like scared of him or some shit, but whatever. I, and, and I'm reading Immortal Hulk. And so that I have no idea. But fuck it. It's comic books. Who right. Johnny Cage is doing whatever the fuck he wants to do right now. So. Bruce Banner is there. So um, they're all working on it, trying to figure out how to get the, the, you know, the codex. But here's something weird. Like this twist at the end where they're like, they're look, they're like, um, they're looking at the machine and then they think it's Eddie, mm-hmm. but then it turns out it's not Eddie. It's actually Cletus, mm-hmm. and he morphs into Venom or I mean Carnage and shit. I didn't know Cletus could do that. I didn't know he could either. But... I didn't know that at all. I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, but like, at this point, it's like, what can't he do? Whatever, whatever, sure. So he <laughs> he cloned himself somehow, cloned himself in, to make him look like Eddie Brock, mm-hmm. and he's standing right next to Spider Man in the lab. And then all of a sudden, the other Eddie comes in, get away from him. And then says, ha, 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 I, I am. And then he gives this really gnarly speech about how evil he is. Oh, and, and how turns... everybody tried to blame it on video games. Yes, and... that's right. <laughs> movies. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought like, that, I thought that yeah. shit was awesome. I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm yeah, sharing those... that scan. I'm just letting you know that now. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. yeah a, those didn't make me. I, may, I am made. I am the... I am the sex. I am the violence. I am right. the abuse. Like the same thing that makes those things violent and sexy is the same thing that created me also. Yeah, you know my name. <laughs> Not <laughs> scream it, yeah. So, basically, our Carnage is right about to fuck shit up. And then Venom, uh, Eddie Brock symbiote's like, okay, fuck this. Since Eddie, you're being a pussy, <laughs> I'm going to go jump on David or Bruce Banner's <laughs> So he jumps. So he basically bonds with Bruce Banner, and then the last panel is, "We are Hulk. It's Venom Hulk." Well, you know, Carnage kills Banner. Okay. Yeah, he, he killed Banner, but at that point, it didn't matter because Venom like sucked the gamma out did of he, him or something. Did he kill him? Where yeah, he, he kill him? killed him. Oh, that's right. It's okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, but I, it, I it doesn't matter. It, at this point, yeah. Banner is is Kenny from South Park. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know why he was there. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but you, you know, kill Banner, you bastards. Yeah. But pretty cool. Four out of five. You know, this act, this, this, this is just moving along quite, quite briskly. I, I do like it that you don't have to read the filler issues. You can just skip through. Like I said, at the beginning of the book, uh, Miles was a was a symbiote. I didn't know how he got there, but guess what? I didn't care. Yeah. He's a symbiote. Keep on going with the story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Four out of five. Okay. Oh, I'm next. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So we did one Spider-Man book. Let's stick with another Spider-Man book. So this is the book we we've been shitting on for the last month without even reading it. <laughs> and you this, read it though, didn't you? <laughs> I read it. I went ahead and read it so I could shit on it properly. <laughs> so this is Spider-Man number one, uh, written by JJ and Henry Abrams. You know. Uh, okay. Father and son. Father and son, Sanford and son. Let's just jump into this bad boy. Okay. You figured J.J. Abrams just couldn't let his son just do it himself? I think he did. <laughs> well, we'll we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay. So, no, I want my name on the book too. I, I think. Let me look at this again because I think his name actually might be first. <clears throat> I think Henry's name went first, but uh, anyway, what's that? What's that bridge that goes to Queens? Queensbridge. 
Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I knew it was something. Okay, so they're on Queensbridge. They're, they're on the bridge that goes to Queen of like that. They're fighting. And it's getting just destroyed, stuff like that. Uh, Mary Jane runs onto the bridge, and she sees Spider-Man, and Spider-Man is just fucked up. Matter of fact, his, his arm has, like, compound fractures all over the place, like bones sticking all out of his flesh and shit like that. And she's like, look at you. He's like, yeah, well, you should have seen the other guy. And then uh, she's like, well, that's not funny. You know, well, he would have laughed at it. And then while they're doing that, this mean cyborg bad guy named cadaverous pops out of nowhere with a whole bunch of like cyborg robot drones and shit like that he says spider-man we need you and they just start beating the shit out of spider-man you know uh actually his arm that was already damaged to begin with they cut that shit off so his arm is gone you know oh and they kill mary jane and throw her off the queen's bridge <laughs> yeah really yeah <laughs> stab her right through the heart then throw her off the bridge so uh spider-man scoops her up when he scoops her up, he comes back. Cadaverous flies off, stuff like that. Cut to it. They read Mary Jane's funeral. Uh, Peter, with one arm, is holding the hand of a little boy, which redheaded boy, which we assume is their, you know, their son. Uh, cut to twelve years later. Uh, the boy's name is Ben. Ben Parker. He gets up, seems to be a cool kid. Uh, takes out the trash, cooks breakfast, but the breakfast not for him. He's cooking breakfast for Aunt May and leaves that leaves out but in school he is a troubled youth he's always getting into fights the reason he's always getting into fights because anytime somebody that's not flash thompson is beating the shit out of somebody else he steps in and beats the shit out of them you know uh and then right before they're about to spin him and kick him out of school peter shows up but apparently they have uh peter and ben have this strange relationship where they don't really communicate he hasn't seen peter in years Peter is pretty much uh, like a deadbeat, fly out of, he's always flying out of town. He's only in town just for right now, just to talk. They get into an argument. Uh, Ben's just like, you know what, let me just walk home. You know, so he walks home. Um, the next day, you know, he's in detention because Peter was able to plead with the, the principal to instead of suspending him, put him in detention. He meets this girl, I forgot the name, girl, Edo Ray, some shit like that. They Jane Mary. Yeah, basically, <laughs> Airy Ain or <laughs> something. <laughs> so, and the next day, uh, we see him in back at home. You know, we see Aunt May. So this is not Milf. You know, Marissa Tomei. You know, hot Aunt May stuff like that. No, this is old Aunt May. We cakes Aunt May, older than old Aunt May, <laughs> oldest Aunt May you've ever seen. And then ben is having these nightmares because he sleeps with you know picture of mary jane you know his mother you know in in his arms and he had this nightmare about her getting killed and stuff like that so he freaks out having a nightmare he wakes up he's on the ceiling hanging to the ceiling hey, how the hell am i hanging on the ceiling because he didn't he doesn't know about any of this stuff he didn't know about peter's past he didn't know about mary jane past, none of that stuff so he's hanging on the ceiling don't know uh mary jane or what i mean aunt may is telling him ben get down from the ceiling i gotta show you something so he gets down from the ceiling. She takes him up to the attic. What I want you to do, remember all the stuff you looked at before, you know, your past about your dad and your mom, stuff like that. This time, look under the floorboard. I want you to see, find something on this. So he looks on the floorboard, sees all this other stuff like love letters and, you know, uh, Peter's, you know, daily bugle pass and the old Spider-Man suit. The end. So... Yeah. Is it is it a one shot or is we? No, no, no. It's a. I think it's a <laughs> mini series. Oh, okay. Or some shit. Yeah. So yeah, the boy is <clears throat> Spider Man. Um. Overall, eh, I'm like whatever. First off, here's the thing that made me mad about this story. 
It's very formulaic. It's just another Spider-Man story. They try to, oh, it's something you've never seen before. We've seen this before. Matter of fact, we've seen this with uh, Peter had, instead of a boy, he had a girl, Spider-Girl. It's the same fucking story. And her name was Mayday Parker. You know, now he's got Ben Parker, redhead boy, supposed to have all these spider powers and shit like that. Uh, it's the same thing. He's not flat. He's beating up a bully that's not named Flash Thompson. He meets a girl in school that's not Mary Jane Watson or not Gwen Stacy, whatever like that. You know, it's the same story playing out. So what are you telling different? I mean, not Mary, J- say- Mary, Mary Jane died, dude. <laughs> that's another thing. Okay, remember, how are you going to tell that story? How are Eli, they fridged her. You can't do that in 2019. Now, I know you're going to call me, you know, a SJW and a Fuck snowflake. It, I'm reading it now. Okay. I know you're going to call me a snowflake and all this shit like that, but it's 2019. You can't use these old tropes. Now, let me just explain what, because uh, like I said, I, know, I don't know who's listening and who don't know what fridging is. Let me just explain and just break that down for you. So, there's an old trope in comics called women in the refrigerator trope. It's a trope that they have gone out of their way to not do anymore because they used to abuse that shit back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. It was uh, coined by Gail Simone. Basically, how the phrase was coined was because, now, people know about Green Lantern. They know about Hal Jordan. They know about John Stewart, the black one. They don't know about the Latino uh, Green, Green Lantern, which is Kyle Rayner. One of his bad guys found out who he was, found out where he lived, found his girlfriend, killed her, beat her up, broke every bone in her body, and when Kyle Rayner came home, found her dead body in his refrigerator. Hence, women in refrigerator trope. That's where it got coined. However, the trope had been going on way longer before then because it actually started to become a trend. People started noticing. Basically, what happens is anytime a hero gets a girlfriend or a mother or a sister like that, the girlfriend will die, get shot, raped, lose her power, goes missing, whatever. She's just a plot device for the hero to overcome something. Yeah. Kind of like what we just talked about with Rambo. Like his niece got fridged, you know. Basically, so yeah. yeah, so they're not even characters; they're just plot devices. Like we can go back to Gwen Stacy yeah. getting thrown off a bridge, Barbara Gordon getting shot, the Punisher, <laughs> Punisher, yeah, all his family getting shot and shit like that. Uh, Jean Grey, even the fact that how she got her powers and she committed suicide because she couldn't handle it, and the list goes on. We can keep going down the road with this, but that's the point of it that they call it the women refrigerator trope. So once they named that trope, Gail Simone went out of a way to make a website pointing out every single example of that. Comics have been trying to stay away from the trope because they know it's problematic. And then you come with this story where Mary Jane get killed. You know, so I get it. It's an Elseworld what if story like that. But at the same time, you're doing lazy tropes with that. And that kind of turned me off the story. I was like, what if we had a flip flop? What if Peter died and Mary Jane lived and she had to teach? You know, little Ben on how to use his power stuff like that. You know, something like that. But we didn't go that route. So, I mean, just the whole thing just felt formulated, form lazy. And then they were supposed to be surprised that the boy finds the Spider-Man suit. We kind of knew that was going to happen. At the end of the day, this book just feels like fan fiction. That's why you say, why couldn't just Henry write this story? I felt like Henry did write this story. It's just his fan fiction. Maybe so. Fuck you, Dad. You're always leaving and going and directing movies and leaving me by myself. Oh, you think he's putting himself in Ben's situation? Oh, he's got this famous, successful father that everybody depends on, except he never sees him. 
Mm. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Ragged, yeah, giving this kid shitting all over his stories. Pouring <laughs> his heart out, man. <laughs> Fuck that kid. He'll be all right. So, yeah, so that's my thing. Oh, this just felt formulaic. It felt cookie cutter. It felt a semi-line. I won't say I can do better. I'm just saying this seemed like something I would do. I'm expecting when I read a story to at least elevate the story some way. And I, I get it. It's Spider-Man. It's only so much you can do with Spider-Man because so much stuff has been done with Spider-Man. But they got to come better than that. You the one that asked for the assignment, Henry. You want a Spider-Man. You got Spider-Man. Give me something ever seen with Spider-Man. Do something else. Don't give me just redhead Spider-Man where you, you know, uh, hashing out your daddy issues through this through this boy. <laughs> you know. Goma's gonna yeah. shit on me because he he we had an argument beforehand about this story. He was like, "Oh, this book is great." So I'm telling you right now, Comics Cast is gonna love this book. <laughs> We're not Comic Cast. <laughs> you know, I would have I would have gotten it had my store had it. Like mm-hmm. like I said, I, my my store is shutting down. My location is they they're keeping the one in Minneapolis. Why don't going. they try to get like Magic the Gathering or something? They shit? do. I that's what that's what fucks sucks sucks about it. It's like. The place is always packed. There's like tournaments every fucking other night. There's right. gaming and all this shit. They have the Mortal Kombat and the Super Smash shit. And on the weekends, that's, that's the dirty secret of comic book stores. Comic it, books don't sell enough to keep yeah. the lights on, so they have to do like, something else. You know, the weekends it's always packed, motherfuckers with all their board games and their D and D and their magic shit. And so it's like, really, this place is shutting down? Wow, what the hell, man? So. So yeah, so inventory is start. They got all the, the, you know, there's a lot of good deals going on there, but I, they probably are cutting down on their stock. So I didn't see the Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man book. That's Damn. why. So that's why I didn't read it, because I would have, you know, just to check. I want you to shit on it with me. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> you might have liked it. I don't know. We would have been arguing for the about this book. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Fuck Leave Henry alone. He's a good kid. Fuck him. Fuck that kid for expressing himself. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh man. Um. Okay. Am I next? Yeah. yeah what did you rate it? What did you rate it? Um. I'm gonna give it a 3.5 out of 5. Reason I'm shitting on it because <laughs> it's it's just an okay book. Not bad. But like I said, the art are good. You said what was that? The art. How's the art? I was pretty decent. I mean, she's been doing Spider-Man books before, which is probably why I give it a 3.5 out of 5, because the, the art was pretty expressive in the acts and stuff like that. But overall, it's nothing that makes me want to come back to it. That's saying, It's not that it's a bad story. It's nothing that hooks me. That's all. Okay. So that, that's my whole thing. Like, you, you got to wow me. You, you hype this book up as much as it is. You got to wow me. It didn't wow me. So, yeah. All right, cool. Well, I guess the next one I'll go with, fuck it. Star Wars, Age of Resistance, Rose Tico. Oh, shit, yeah. Comics Gate is going to love this one. Rose Tico's motherfuckers. You know what? I love this book. Why? Did she <laughs> die at the end or something? No. <laughs> I surprisingly liked it a lot. <laughs> so basically, it is Rose's backstory. Basically, the story of her and her sister. And it's for those who don't know, The Last Jedi, yes, everybody's favorite fucking Star Wars movie. <laughs> Rose's sister dies sacrificing herself in the beginning of the movie by, you know, dropping bombs on that 
the dreadnought or whatever at the beginning. She sacrifices herself. Mm-hmm. So she dies. Um, but this shows basically the background, their relationship, how they grew up. They both grew up on this planet. It was uh, made out of ore or, or mine. It was based the, the the Republic or what's it called now? The First Order. Mm-hmm. The First Order are basically raiding their planet for their minerals, for the resources, you know, which is a total throwback to, you know, giant corporations fracking and pipelines, you know, going on fucking up farmers' lands and, and reservations and just fucking up land and shit and forcing people out. So that's what that's what basically has happened to her her uh, her planet. You know, her, her the the first order came and kind of stripped of its resources and eventually destroyed the planet. So this uh, you know Rose and her sister end up joining the the what do they call it the resistance. Mm-hmm. I can't say the rebellion, but it's the resistance now. So they join the resistance, and they're doing. They become like eco terrorists. They go around fucking up the planet, uh, fucking up shit, shutting down. Because they're like the 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 one sister's the pilot, but Rose is a mechanic, so mm-hmm. she can like hack in the shit and fucking you know cut you know cut the mechanics and make machines fail and blow shit up. You know what I mean? So they become like you know green Greenpeace warriors. You know what I mean? Green warriors. They do that shit. So that's what they're kind of doing. Okay. You know, and then they find out. Yeah, they eventually find out that the the first order destroyed their planet, and they're vowing revenge. You know, and they're just like, let's take this bomber, let's go find the biggest fucking ship we can, and let's blow that motherfucker up. You know, and they're like, yeah, okay. And they're right about to jump in the ship when Princess Leia shows up. Okay. And she's like, you know what? I understand how you feel, and I'm not here to stop you. You know, but I I know what you guys are going through. I've lost so much. I've lost my home world. And I know how it feels to want to just go back and get revenge. You know? And she says this, where's this line? It's like, do you want to be a minor convenience to the First Order? Or do you want to be a constant, frustrating pain in their side? Choose. Mm-hmm. You know? So you could just go, she's like, I, I've lost so many people, I don't want to lose any more soldiers. You know? And they're like, okay. And then they vow... To like, okay, we're gonna stay and fight. We're not gonna go on the suicide mission, and um, and yeah, and the whole time you hear this narration: my sister's my hero, my sister's so cool, my sister's this, my sister's that, and then finally at the last panel, it's you said my sister was my hero. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe Rose is destined to be something great. So you realize it's her sister that Rose is was talking about Rose the whole time. Well, you thought it was Rose? Talking about her, but she was talking about Rose. Okay. So I was like, wow. I was like surprised. I thought this was surprisingly well told. And just, you know, a cool, cute little story. So fuck it. Five out of five, motherfuckers. Oh, you just pissed off so many people with that. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Triggers right here. (laughs) So many people triggered. I got your triggers right here. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I like it just because she pissed so many people off. I'm like, you mean, show her as many scenes as you can in the next movie. Well, back to to my comic store getting shut down. The Ray book came out. I didn't get that because it wasn't there. Oh, wow. So I I didn't read the Ray book. That's what I wanted to read. I got stuck with Rose. I was like, ah, fuck. I, I mean, I yeah, I get it. I was like, Rose. I mean, either one would piss people fuck. off, though. <laughs> like, fuck it. But then I read it, and I was like, wow, that was, that was, I liked it. I really liked it. <laughs> okay. Just because of the Leia scene. That scene with Leia was touching, you know, because mm-hmm. Leia is the hardest. Leia is the hardest. I keep saying this. I said it on my fucking Geek Savs a couple weeks ago. Leia's, Leia is the hardest motherfucker in the whole galaxy. 
She really is. I mean, yeah. they come to rescue her. She ended up rescuing them. Watch yeah. her planet blows up. She doesn't flinch. Yeah, she talks shit to Vader's face and walks away. Right. Like, she don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess I'm I guess I'm gonna just read a book. What did I read? Uh, fuck. Let's do Valkyrie number three. Okay. I'm gonna try to go through this before everybody falls asleep on this one because <laughs> nothing really happened in this book. So, like I said, last book, uh, Heimdall was killed by Bullseye. Heimdall's last wish was he wants to go to the end of everything. So, uh, Jane Foster takes him there. She takes the end of everything, but in order to get there, she has to go through heaven. Now, this is not the heaven that you think of. This is the heaven that was created by Neil Gaiman that was stolen by Todd McFarlane, who Neil Gaiman sued to get back from Neil uh, Todd McFarlane and then sold them all. Oh, as and, a fuck and, you. And Angel, Angelica, or whatever. Angel, and Angela, Angel. yeah, because yeah, Angel, yeah, that, yeah. that whole thing, yeah, it's a yeah. whole legal battle, yeah. YouTube, it's some funny yeah. shit that we have with that yeah. one. So that's a well, Spawn, Yeah, because Spawn, he, he he started hiring writers. He figured, he, he figured okay, every, I can't write. Right. I'm a higher writer. So he started writing, hiring all these writers. man his limitations. Yeah, and, and Neil Gaiman was one of them, and mm-hmm. he created an awesome character. Yep. And then fucking Todd McFarlane's like, hey, it's image. No, it's mine. And now Marvel owns it. <laughs> right. <laughs> because <laughs> you stupid Tom fucker. Tommy Farley went out of his way that anybody that comes over to write his story, he said they own the character. He told yeah. them that. That's how he got him to get on there. Yeah. And then he steals the character from them. <laughs> like, what the fuck, Tommy Farley? You're an asshole. He basically became the same people he hate. He basically did he he did what Marvel and DC did the same reason he got away from them. And so, and then Neil Gaiman did it specifically to say "fuck you" to Ty McFarlane. Mm-hmm. He was like, "That's why." He like, you give me, I'm just selling Marvel. So, and what are we now, talking about? Now, oh yeah. Now, now Angela's a, a Disney princess. Now. now she's Thor's sister or some shit like that. Like a, <laughs> yeah. That's why it's nice so confusing. So I don't. Yeah. I don't like, feel bad. It didn't even make any fucking sense, man. It's I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, they go through heaven. <laughs> they go through heaven. Then they go through hell. And then they go to the end of everything, which they call it the far shore. And Jane Foster tells Heimdall, is this where you want to be? Yep, this is want to be. Okay, bye. And she throws him in the abyss. That's it. She teleports back to New York City. She don't understand how she got there, but she's there. Uh, and then she turns in her horse that she's been riding the whole time, starts talking to her. She's like, you can talk? Yeah, I can talk the whole time. Sorry for uh, headbutting you in the uh, back of the head last issue, but Bullseye told me to do that. Like, what do I call you? Call me Mr. Horse. Like, okay, Mr. Horse, let's ride. And she just flies off. The meanwhile, on somebody's watching on the TV, you know, cleaning a blade, and she was like, I sent Bullseye to go kill her and take the sword, but he wouldn't get the job done. So, like, I'm going to be the half the one to do it. Now that the Heimdall, the god of the all-seeing, is dead, they'll never see me coming. And you turn around, and it's the Grim Reaper. Yeah, the end. Okay. Yeah, that's... Pretty much it. He's a really bullshit villain. Why do they got these lame ass villains fighting Valkyrie? So you can step a game up a little bit more. Nobody's seen the Grim Reaper since the 80s, but whatever. Uh, Art's pretty cool. 3 to 5. I don't even know why I read this. I was just bored. You took all the good shit, so I had some else to read. <laughs> well, should I read a shitty book too then? I'll, I'll review a shitty book too. Ah, I thought you were going to do uh, Guardians. You want me to shit on. You want to shit on Batman then? I was going to say fuck Batman. I don't, it's not even really worth talking about. Okay. Okay. Batman 78. They fight Magpie. They beat him. They fall in love. The end. 79. 79? Okay. Whatever. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, that's the book. Okay. Yeah, more more of the same shit of the last issue. Yeah. Still getting ready for to go fight Bane. Yeah, they're still getting ready. I, I thought they were ready, but whatever. Okay. Um, you, you're, you're, I really don't want you to do Guardians, but if, if you want, you to want me to do Guardians? Yeah, you can do Guardians. Okay, but I don't know any of these motherfuckers. Nah, okay, it's so, cool, man. It's... So Guardians of the Galaxy, the Church of of, of Scientology or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Tom Cruise uh, is the leader. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Universal Church of Truth, Church of Truth, right? Church. Uh, of, yeah, Church, let's go with that. Church of Truth. That's a tongue twister, damn. Chet a cheat. <laughs> Church of Truth 69. Chattanooga. Chattanooga. <laughs> so anyways, they're going around um, like infecting people, basically brainwashing people into into their into their flock or whatever. Uh, to, to 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 raise death or something. I forget what they're doing. But uh, I think they're uh, trying to kill death. Something, whatever. yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah something. Yeah. They're they're doing they're they're up to some shit. And they're basically brainwashing the universe to, you know, to, you know, to convert them into their religion. And Pete's dad, Peter Quill, a.k.a. Star-Lord's dad, is, like, in charge of it all. And he's got Peter there. And he's like, join me, son, and all this shit, blah, blah, blah. And Peter's like, fuck you. And he punches him. And fucking, uh, meanwhile, while that's going on, we have Groot and Moon Dragon. They go find Rocket Raccoon, who's all dying of AIDS or whatever. And but he gets in a giant mech suit and they're like kicking ass on some planet that I don't know what planet's on. And uh, MAGA shows up. Is that that's Thanos' son, right? No, that's that? uh Adam Warlock's evil doppelganger. Magus? Yeah. Okay. From a. I thought it was Thanos' son. Oh know. no no. <laughs> okay. No. What's Thanos' son's name? Thane. But I think they Thane. killed him oh. or Thanos ate him oh, or some okay. shit. I don't know. All right. Anyway, so that that happens and then we go back to the the Church of Truth. On their ship, and they're like, you know, I, here I want you to show where we got a whole. It's time for our our we're, we're, our army or whatever, our hive to hatch. You know, and they got a bunch of eggs. They say their savior. We think it's Adam Warlock. Like they're growing a new Adam Warlock and shit. Mm-hmm. But then he busts out of the egg, and it's Drax. Old school Drax. Oh shit! Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So, so we got old school Drax. I'm gonna see how where they go with that because old school Drax is way more powerful than whatever Drax we got in the comics now. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, that fucked me because I thought it was Magus the whole time. It turns out Magus is a kid. I don't know what the fuck that happened, but whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm so yeah, I, 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 yeah, I four out of five. I like four out of five. I'm gonna get a four out of five. Also, good strong book. Donny Case came with it again. So yeah. Yeah. I feel like his his most of his focus is on absolute carnage, but still a good story with this one. Yeah. So. Uh, shoot. Any any more stories we got? I'm I'm booked out. I got some more books, but I'm not even gonna worry about them. Yeah, only other book I got, well, I read this one, Napoleon Dynamite, but ah, fuck it. Uh, we, we don't have to talk about it. Okay, I don't even think I saw the movie. To be honest with you. You never seen Napoleon Dynamite? I'm, I saw the dance oh. scene on YouTube. That's about it. Oh, I love that movie. I love the movie. Okay. But yeah, it, it, that you know what that predates the MCU. I'll I'll say that Napoleon Dynamite might have started might been one of the seeds of geek culture. The rise in our current state of geek culture. That's because, a bold statement. Because yeah, it predates it predates Big Bang Theory. It predates the MCU by like fucking five years or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or no, two thousand. When did that come out? Two thousand six, two thousand five. So yeah, when did when you want the MCU started with Iron Man, right? That was two thousand eight, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Napoleon Dynamite predates that. Predates Nolan's Dark Knight. So. 
Yeah. Okay. Basically, high recommendation. Yeah. The movie. I don't know. It's it's it is one of those movies that you either like it or you hate it. You know. You know. You love it. it you know. A lot of people are like this movie doesn't suck. It doesn't have a good, good, good. They all bitch about it, but they 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 you know they just don't get it. I I think it's great, and I laugh my ass off. In fact, you know what? I'm gonna watch it after watch after reading this motherfucker. I'll probably go watch on the Ramble movie again. Remember the old days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah that being said uh, if you listen this long definitely like share and subscribe uh, we have our sister podcast Geeks Have listen to them definitely listen to Comic Cast they probably all the books we shitted on I'm pretty sure they loved so vice versa <laughs> Oh, we also have Hoodoo TV we have This Geeks and Comics we have Get Valiant and the most popular podcast on our website right now a football podcast Talking Balls Mm-hmm. It's a crushing us in numbers right now. Fucking nerds. Right. <laughs> they just love foosball. <laughs> uh, yeah. That being said, like I said, we uh just had the 21st of September pass by. So going to play an Earth, Wind & Fire song at the end just because that's what I want to hear. You know. Or I might right. play that Rambo song, the Dora song you were talking about. The I'll fucking... Flip uh, I'll flip a coin, whichever the, one happens, that's what it was. No, the Frank Stallone song. Long oh, yeah. road. Yeah, fuck it. Frank Stallone, you win. Okay, that's that was easy. <laughs> uh, that being said, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. Oh